Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. We're talking weather today, and this is the kind of weather that can impact your finances, your life, your home, all of it. And I'm so happy to be able to break this all down with Jason Metz. Now, Jason is an insurance analyst with Forbes Advisor. Jason, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Let's uh, start. I think let's look at the storm season ahead. We're already seeing tornadoes and wildfires, but the hurricane season hasn't started. But what are you seeing as you look ahead to hurricanes? Yeah. So hurricane season, the Atlantic hurricane season runs from June 1st through the end of November. The Colorado State University, uh, their team of researchers are predicting an above average season. Um, Mm. And then the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration is going to release their prediction uh, May 20th at 1230. Um, But already we're seeing signs this is going to be an above average season. Of course, 2020 was a record breaking season. Oh, no. (laughs) The last five five seasons were all considered above normal. So if history follows recently, uh, recent years, we can expect a pretty active season, which means we can expect tropical storms and hurricanes to touch down. And we can expect, you know, some probably major flooding and wind damage um, across the Atlantic coast and the Gulf Coast. Okay, well, then I'm really glad you're here because we're going to get this figured out before things uh, get out of hand. If we're talking about disasters in particular, um, it seems like there's a couple of steps to take. And it's sort of the uh, before the disaster happens, the during and the after. Should we start before? And hopefully this will help people right away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one thing that you can't really prepare too much, but you can definitely under prepare, right? Yeah. So preparation. I think there's a a two-pronged approach here that works really well. Kind of think of the insurance aspect that's going to cover your large investment, which would be your house, right? Yeah. And then think about your safety in case you need to evacuate the area. So let's first start with the insurance aspect since I'm kind of the insurance guy. Yeah. Um, The number one thing is to understand what you have covered. And I can't stress this enough. A lot of people don't understand that a standard home insurance policy does not cover floods. And floods, of course, follow hurricanes. Wind and water are the most destructive elements. And sometimes those two elements aren't covered by your standard home insurance policy. Hmm. Some Atlantic states, uh, depending where you live or your insurance company also won't cover wind damage, or it might partially exclude it if a hurricane is named. So you really need to talk to your insurance agent to find out what insurance you have, what's covered, and how you can fill those gaps. That might mean buying flood insurance from the National Flood Insurance Program or buying from a private insurer. It might mean getting a wind endorsement from your state's what's called the fair plan or beach plan, depending on where you live. Wow. Really, that conversation starts with you examining your insurance policy and then calling your insurance agent and saying, hey, what do I have covered? What do I need to do? Yeah. And you want to get that done as soon as possible because in some cases, for example, a flood insurance plan through the NFIP, excuse me, NFIP, usually has a 30-day waiting period. So you you can't really afford to sit on this one. You can't wait until like, hey, the weather forecast came out on Thursday mm-hmm. and a hurricane is supposed to touch down this weekend. I need to call and get some coverage because it's probably not going to work that way. It sounds like we can never ask enough questions, actually, and, and, and not to be afraid to ask our insurance agents more questions and, and maybe some things we won't need, but I feel like it's still important to ask those questions. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. why your insurance, your insurance agent is there is to answer those questions and help you get the coverage that you need. I mean, there's one thing about being overinsured, <laughs> but you definitely don't want to be underinsured, right? Um, yeah. And you're not expected to, as a lay person to understand all these little nuances of your coverage, even though it's in there in print. It's really easy to not to just assume that you're covered for these things because you pay your premium and you don't want to find out the hard way. But absolutely the, to your listeners, I, I really want to stress that flood insurance is not covered by a standard home insurance policy. So that's one thing you want to shore up right away, because if you live in an area that's impacted by floods, I mean, a flood could devastate your house. It could wipe out all your personal belongings. And if you don't have coverage from that, you're stuck paying out of pocket to rebuild, replace oh, all of that. I can't even imagine. Oh my no. gosh. You know, I've, I've talked with a lot of the other Forbes analysts just about financial planning or a yearly review. Is that something that you think works for insurance that you should just sort of add that into your yearly review? Absolutely. Yeah, insurance is part of your financial planning. I mean, it's a simple... We don't think of it right when we're budgeting for our monthly spending. We don't think about it in terms of our long-term savings, but insurance is there in case something worst case scenario happens. And if worst case scenario happens and you aren't covered, it's going to wipe out a lot of those financial plans. So you got to look at this as kind of a holistic approach. Insurance is part of that financial planning. You know, what coverage do I need? Do I have that coverage? Um, what are some other coverage gaps that might come up? that I don't have and have that discussion with your insurance agent. Excellent. You got me with the, it's going to wipe out your financial plan if you're not planning with your insurance. So yeah. you got I mean, me if you're there. Like budgeting, if, if you're budgeting Ooh. X amount of dollars a month to save for your dream vacation, that could all go away in a, in a <sighs> snap of the fingers if you don't have the right insurance. That said, you also have, need to have money set aside for things like your insurance deductibles and all that. So insurance really ties into your financial health. Okay. And I guess bottom line, you hope you don't have to use it, but you really do need it as we're hearing when we're talking about these weather disasters and uh, knowing the storm season this year could be even worse than the last few years. You know, again, the, the three steps before, during, after. So what should we be doing during a storm or weather situation? If I could back up one moment, we, we, yeah. we should talk about preparation for a hurricane in terms of like, if you have to shelter in place or you have to evacuate. Thank um, you. Yes. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a story up at Forbes.com, how to prepare for a hurricane. And it has some helpful information, which we gathered from like the CDC and FEMA, just in terms of having enough food, drinkable water um, to be able to sustain a power outage if that happens. Cause you know, you might underestimate the strength of a hurricane, but even a, a category one, which doesn't sound like a big deal, can <laughs> cause damage to trees and knock out power lines. And you could be without power for days. So you want to make sure you have enough drinking water. You want to have enough food. You want to have your medications on hand. If you need to evacuate, you want to make sure you have things like your prescription medications, mm -hmm. pet supplies, clothing, food, at least a gallon of water per day, all those kind of things ready to go in case you know, the, the authorities say, hey, you need to evacuate. I know I'm kind of talking fast and covering a lot of ground, but you can find a lot of information through either the CDC or the American Red Cross. Those are good resources to help you prepare for it because yeah. you also don't want to try to ride out a storm if the authorities are telling you to leave. That's going to cause personal health problems. Um, first responders are strained for people. Yeah. That stay oh, behind. my gosh. So, you know, you might mm -hmm. not be able to get 
so there's the insurance side of thing. And there's also just the preparation, like I need to get out of town side of things. You want to make sure you have an evacuation route planned, a place to stay. You don't want to wait to the last minute because if you wait to the last minute, you're leaving with pretty much everybody else. <laughs> as, we, as we've seen in the news recently. Absolutely. People don't do well with uh, minor gasoline scares. Oh. You, know, you see people trying to fill up trash cans for because they think gas is going to run out. So what do right. you think is going to happen if you got to split town? So you want to get ahead of all those little kind of things. So it's make sure your insurance is in place. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're ready to go. Um, so you're not wasting time trying to gather things. Get Protect your important documents. Store certain documents in cloud-based systems in case your home, unfortunately, does get wiped out. And also related to uh, insurance is what we call home inventory, where you go through all your personal belongings, everything you own, and you write it down, the estimated value, or you can use an app that's stored in the cloud. Yeah. And that will really simplify things in the unfortunate event that you need to file a claim. I mean, if you think about everything that's in your house, like everything that's in my room right now, (laughs) that I would have to account, that's just one portion of my my house. Right. All your clothing, your pots and pans, all that little stuff. If you take some preparation Mm -hmm. and take a little time ahead of time to kind of document all that, those things, then you'll be in good shape if something bad does happen. That is great advice, I think, for anybody listening, no matter where you live. It's something we all should do. We probably don't take the time, but now's a good time to take that time and do that. I love that idea. Yeah, and I also have a story, not to keep plugging myself, but I have a story (laughs) about about home inventory. I know I'm kind of going fast, and this is a lot of information for people to take. Yeah. But these are relatively simple things that you can do, which are going to alleviate stress during and after the hurricane. Yeah, because you're going to be stressed out enough the way it is. You don't need some of these other things that you can take care of. I I very much agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it's an emotional process. um, And you want to try to take a lot of that emotional process out that you possibly can. So then it becomes more of a financial transaction in case you do need to file a claim. There you go. So what are we doing during? Now I feel like, all right, we're leaving town. Now we're, we're okay. We don't have to do anything during whatever might be happening, but there probably is something we need to be doing. Yeah. So let's say you, you did your homework, you have your go bag, you have all your pets stuff in hand, you have your children's stuff, you have your medications, you're ready to go. You split okay. town, you got out ahead of everybody, you stayed at a hotel, you're watching the storm on the news now. You're incurring bills, right? You're eating at a restaurant. You might pay for laundry service. You might pay for pet boarding service. Um, Those are covered under what's called the additional living expenses of your home insurance plan. That's something I feel like a lot of people might not be aware of. Mm -mm. So if you do incur any expenses because you're displaced because of a hurricane or a problem uh, covered by your policy, make sure you hang on to those receipts because chances are you can get reimbursed and covered for that. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a great reminder too. I wonder, like you said, how many people actually realize because you are, you're in a stressful situation. And then to think about saving receipts and documenting what you're doing and where you're going. Again, it's part of hopefully taking a little bit of the stress away a little bit later on. Is that right? Exactly. And this is another conversation you can have with your insurance agent, because you're probably not sure how much additional living expenses that you have. Oftentimes it is a percentage of what's called your dwelling coverage or your house. Mm. So if you have $300,000 for your dwelling, your additional living expenses might be a percentage of that. Okay. So call your insurance agent and say, hey, how much do I have? And then if you think you need more, you can buy more. If you think you're good, you're good. But just kind of start those conversations so you understand what you have available, what resources that you have in case these horrible things happen. Oh, and we know they do. We see it every year. So um, 
Here comes the after. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> You've made it through, but now what? Yeah. So first don't go back to your property until the authorities say it's okay to do so. I mean, there could be down power lines. There could still be floodwaters. Don't start that process until you get the okay from the locals, right? Okay. And then if your house was damaged or your personal belongings are damaged and you have to file an insurance claim, you want to get the adjuster, your insurance claim on the line as soon as possible and start working through that process. If a hurricane hits and kind of levels a large scale area, the whole system is stressed. Everything from the insurance companies who do have catastrophe, catastrophe teams that deal with these type of issues, mm -hmm. but the vendors that are going to help you with repairs from contractors, everything's going to be stressed. So the earlier that you can start on that, the more you can alleviate your stress and also kind of get on the road to recovery. Because if you have to rebuild, it's going to take some time. And, oh, wow. you know, there might be little fixes along the way. Like you might need to have a professional come out to put a tarp on your roof. You want to save receipts for that. Um, if anything's damaged, you want to document. Documentation is really key to this process. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if floodwater's got in, it doesn't look so bad, but your furniture or your rug is flooded. Take pictures of that before you start tearing things out. Get your oh, adjuster yeah. involved with everything right away to get that mm -hmm. process moving. I've heard about that happening where people started doing their own demo and then didn't yeah. have any proof. And there's very little that you can show. So that's great. Just to remember, it's almost a step-by-step -step process with the before, during, and after. And you just got to keep, um, I guess, step-by-step. -step, yeah. Documenting yeah. every single thing you do. And the nice thing is we, we, you know, we carry like little supercomputers in our pocket, right? Oh, so you can, yes. film, you can film, take pictures. It's, it's pretty, I don't want to say simple, but you can, mm -hmm. with the push of a button, kind of capture a lot of the things that you need to. You could walk through your home yeah. and shoot a video and talk while you do it and send that to your adjuster. Most of these adjusters are pretty caught up in the digital age to process oh, yeah. these things from a distance and really get the process moving. Okay. Anything else on the after I have something I want to ask you about with regards to, and I hate to even say it, but we know this happens too. And we always send out all the warnings. Scammers yeah. come along when something like this happens with uh, the weather or just about any other kind of disaster. Yeah, fraudsters, scammers, uh, mm -hmm. con artists, they love it. Um, this is their time of year, really. So be aware that they are out there. Um, the National Insurance Crime Bureau worry, um, sends out some annual warnings about fraudulent contractors that would knock door to door in affected areas saying, hey, can I fix your roof? Hmm. And what they'll do is they'll come in really low, they'll promise all this work and they'll ask for money up front. That's, right. that's the biggest red flag. Do not pay anybody all this money up front. And this is where we get back to get your insurance company involved, get that adjuster talking to your contractor. Because I'd also wanna say, there are a lot of good people out there that wanna help and they might even come to your house and say, hey, you know, can we help you with this repair process? But make sure the contractor is licensed, insured, mm -hmm. and bonded. Talk to your friends and family. Do some research with the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. Do not give anybody cash up front when they demand payment. Get your insurance company involved because there are people out there that are looking to take advantage of people who are vulnerable and haven't dealt with this before. Right. And some of these people will come into town, ask for the money, and maybe never show up again. Or if they do, they'll get up on the roof and do some kind of shoddy work and take off and you won't know any better. You might be holding the bag on that one too, because your insurance might not cover it if you didn't get them involved. Exactly. Wow. There's a lot to think about here, but um, what would you say 
for people listening, what is the most important thing for somebody to do right now? Or as I always like to say, we probably should have done it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Preparation, preparation and documentation. Talk to your insurance agent, just a simple call and question, say, hey, I'm worried about these problems. You know, no matter where you live in the country, what natural disasters might affect you? Say, am I covered for this? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? Get your personal belongings in order in terms of docu documented. And you can do that if you are pressed for time. You can walk through the house with your phone. Say, here's all my clothing. Here's my record collection. I have 300 records. Here are my books. Here are my guitars. You know, you can do that if you're pressed for time. And then you can do a little bit more detail on with estimated values later. Right. But just the preparation and the documentation will really set you up for a faster recovery because no matter what, it's going to be emotional. If you lose anything, it's going to be hard. But if you do some of that work on the front end, then it becomes more of a transaction and more fixable than kind of being harried and not remembering what you had or worse, finding out that you're not covered when you thought you were. Oh my gosh. I, I love the idea though. Even the quick walk around and get it on video or photos or whatever, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm a writer, so I'm a procrastinator by nature. Yes, um, yes. This is something that I can do simply. <laughs> Me too. You know, like there's a lot of advice that I'm like, oh yeah, I, I should listen to that myself. But this is one of the things that you could really do like after you get done hearing me talk, you can be like, right. okay, I'm going to walk around my property and here's what things look like right now. And that's, that's, it's not the best or ultimate fix, but it is a quick way to get things documented. And there's a lot of simple things that we can do to get this process started. I love it. And knowing um, storm season, as you mentioned, hurricane season in particular, usually kicks off around June 1st. So um, everybody hurry up and get yourself documented because I think it's a pretty important thing to do. Yeah, get yourself documented and get the right insurance coverages. Uh, June 1st through the end of November, end of November is, that's a, that's a pretty good long stretch. And it is. There's a lot of storms and I would also warn any listeners, like don't underestimate certain things. Like when you a lot of times you hear about a hurricane, right? And then mm -hmm. you're like, well, now it's downgraded to a tropical storm. And it's like, oh, it's just a tropical storm. But that tropical storm can stall over an area and just dump a ton of rain, which causes floods. Man. So, you know, take these, these warnings um, from places like the NOAA and Colorado State University, take them seriously because we are going to get hit with some nasty weather this summer. It's, we know the storms are coming. You can't stop that. But what mm -hmm. you can do ahead of time will really take some of the sting off it if it affects your area. All right. Great reminders from Jason Matson. You heard it here first too about the uh, summer ahead. So Jason, any other thoughts before I let you go? This, this was all just so terrific. Thank you. Yeah, I know that's a lot of information out there. Um, but again, <laughs> if you, I'm going to plug myself again, but if you go to Forbes Advisor, mm -hmm. we have a bunch of content out there about hurricane preparation, which can help you wrap your head around some of the things that you need to do. If you get started now, you can kind of get ahead of the situation. And it is free content. You don't have to subscribe to Forbes Advisor. You can find it for free. Absolutely free. Yeah. Wow. Jason Metz, insurance analyst with Forbes Advisor. Thank you for the terrific reminders. And I know, as you said, we had to run through these kind of quickly, but I think just the way you put them all together, it makes for an easy list for any of us to just follow through on. So thank you. I hope so. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. And again, such good reminders. All right. That's your Pennywise podcast for today. And don't forget, you can find any of our Pennywise podcasts wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Thanks for being here, everybody.